Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. We are here to break down everything in the combat sports world. We got a big boxing uh, match this weekend between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, the trilogy. Finally putting that to bed, we can maybe move on to some new rivalries or whatever. I guess we'll get into that later. We'll talk about the UFC from this past weekend. We'll talk about the UFC this upcoming weekend. We'll talk about the MVP Lima fight. We got it all here. I'm here with Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today? Well, better than yesterday. I was not feeling great yesterday. Uh, stomach's feeling a little better today. Um, so just ready for some, some more fights. This weekend's going to be a bit of a struggle. Next weekend's going to be a bit of a struggle, but... Uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll get through, you know, we'll see Phil Halls do some work and Chris Gutierrez <clears throat> kick some legs, Randy Brown, Marina Rodriguez, Mackenzie Dern. So, I mean, you got some, you got some like very interesting fighters, you know, with some very interesting fights. The rest are just, uh, kind of fillers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I guess we should start with getting into this past weekend and, um, I mean, it's actually amazing uh, compared to these next two cards. This card from the past weekend was like a star-studded event. Um, I mean, guys that you actually have heard of and care about what what kind of, what kind of fight comes out, what's going to go on. I, I I don't know. I I I kind of just before the show while we were sitting here looking at the, the upcoming cards, it got real negative. But we'll get there with the negativity. Let's just strictly stick stick to this right now. Tiago Santos, Johnny Walker main event that goes to full five, forty eight, forty seven throughout the board. Tiago Santos gets the win. Uh, I mean, a lot, lot of feints. It was a faint fest. Yeah, that's all he did. Yep, just literally your boy Kavanaugh. I don't know what. He's yeah, got you got Johnny this Walker round. That's what he was shit. saying to him, dude. Yeah, you, that was an easy round for you. Just faint. Just keep doing it. Yeah. What the fuck, man? What kind of fighting? Goddamn expertise is this just just do nothing uh, you know like i understand dire consequences on the other end we all understand that but if you're really you know you're in the fight game man if you want to win you got to go into the fire every once in a while and like we talked about though i mean he took a couple shots at, at pretty well but the one left hand was fucked i thought i was gonna put him out the yeah fifth, at, fourth. and uh, i mean he rocked him a little bit but for the most part johnny walker's chin held up which was you know a big surprise from what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I just, I, honestly, I'm not, I'm not surprising for either one. These guys kind of like these kind of fights where they don't really throw much and they just kind of try to outpoint and do enough to win. The, this win didn't do anything for me in regards to Tiago Santos. He says he wants to fight, I don't know, who who was he talking about to the fight, Rockets or not, uh, Prohoshka or one of yeah. those guys. Like, I, I, I don't care to see that. He doesn't look like the same guy since uh, the knee thing, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, that John Jones fight, but I mean, let's, getting old. Yeah, he's getting old, uh, and we'll see. We'll we'll see what uh, you know. I don't know. I just don't. I, this this is such a nothing for me. Yeah, it was it was like <clears throat> it was a big letdown because people thought I thought it was you know, at least going to be a good fight. One of them will take uh, the next step up, and you know. Maybe we'll see if one of them can actually be a champion. Champion has like champion caliber. I don't think either of them do. I mean, you know, Ryan uh, Johnny Walker should be on a four fight losing streak if it wasn't for Ryan Span just shooting for takedowns blindly. <clears throat> uh, Tiago Santos before this fight 
lost you know rather easily to Rockets, rather easily to Glover to share and the John Jones fight, like you said, ever since then, uh, he was out for about 15, 16 months and they came yeah. back, lost two in a row. And now he, you know, he didn't do anything this fight. He just, he's very tentative. Uh, he doesn't push forward ever. He doesn't throw much. doesn't throw any kicks anymore. So I'm not really sure what's going on with him. I know he's 38, 37. Um, but yeah, man, that injury probably just, you know, took a big toll. Yeah. And 100%. It, it just, he just, I, I don't want to shit on the guy because he won, but it just I, I didn't I don't just I don't have anything really like positive or good to say. Like I don't really care to see. I mean, I'll obviously watch again, but I, I don't, I'm not going to get excited about seeing Tiago Santos fight again, especially if it's against a Prohoshka or one of those guys that are above him in the rankings because I think right. they probably smoke him. And Johnny Walker, I mean, he's kind of just that. You know, he we, we, he is what he is. He's I supposed to be a to fun fighter, but now he's you know yeah maybe something like that. That's something that uh, that would interest me. That would be fun. Jamal Hill and Johnny Walker, or uh, and then you got like Smith or uh, Tiago can fight like Ankalaev. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of fun matchups there at two hundred five that you could do. But I just like you know maybe even a Ryan Span again. I mean, run back the Span fight, uh, dude. Run you it know? back, dude. Run, run it back. Superman's back. Superman's back. He needs a, a matchup like that, like of that similar skill level. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and yeah, I don't know. Going on over there in SVG. Yeah, uh, you know, let's not and let's not, you know, I don't want to tarnish these men, th- these men's names for too long. Let's let's move it on to Kevin Holland and Kyle Dawkins, which this is another thing that kind of was a letdown as well. <sighs> headbutts, uh, no contest. Eventually, kind of a crazy sort of situation where the headbutts happened and the fight continues. And Kyle Dawkins chokes him out, but then they go and review it. They got like six guys over there looking at the TVs and. It was quite was a. Uh, it was the first time I've ever seen. We've ever seen honestly anything like that. <laughs> that was not. I'm glad though. I, like I saw. But they got it right. Upset. Yeah, they got it right. 100. Like that happens all the time. Remember, I I remember when fucking who was it? I think uh, Yusuf uh, Sadiq Yusuf's first first pro loss. Uh, it was against somebody who no, notable. He like it was like a clash of heads, and he was all fucked up, and he got knocked out. Um, and it went down with a knockout. It's happened so many times. So I, I'm glad they did that. It was definitely confusing. I understand if you had a, a Dawkins sub ticket. Oh yeah, were, uh, not happy. Plus seven hundred. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, get it. I was with a uh, gentleman who had one of them. Oh no way! Yep, in a parlay too. He was about to cash out. Well, but so he had Johnny it. Walker, so you know. Right, he's not smart. T's and P's, but <laughs> but um, I'm glad they did that. It was definitely weird, um, just unprecedented. I'm glad they did it, and I hope you know going forward they they do shit like that because before. Or maybe it still is that if you go to replay, the fight just ends. I think that's kind of dumb, but I agree know. too. In in this way, in this fight, I don't think you could re- let it resume. You know, I think no. that's a little too far gone. But uh, you know, Dawkins did what he had to do. So I think in the next one, I you know, I might I might take him too. I I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to tell. It's really a fluke. Um, and they're obviously running back uh, soon, right? November. Yeah, they've already they already have a date. It is mid November on a fight night somewhere. Uh, I'll, ha- I'll we'll have the date for yeah when we do the news uh, section right. later. But you know, so, yeah, at I, least I, they're doing that. It's something I do want to see. It, it's it was it looked on paper a good fight. Holland looked good for the little time. His wrestling defense was kind of holding up, and then the headbutt happened, and it's kind of you know, kind of felt like we got robbed. But the good thing is we you know we got got that to look forward to in the future. We do want to see. I I want to see that again. So. 
I mean, we got to wait till November, though. Let uh, Kevin Holland's brain heal a little bit, I assume. Yeah, that was rough, man. He that went out. Looked like it. Eyes oh, rolled back God. and everything. Uh, I don't know ne- how he stayed, you know, came back too. Yeah, I don't. I have no clue either. Nico Price, Cowboy uh, Alex Oliveira, twenty nine, twenty eight across the board. Nico Price gets it done. Unanimous decision. What do you? What, you have any thoughts? Not much. Uh, I, I was when when about how we thought, not, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, they both looked how about how they usually look nowadays. Nico Price is not. He's, he went through some wars, man. He's uh, he's taken a lot of punishment. And he's only thirty two, which is fucking insane. You know the the uh, the loss to Vicente Luque, man. That was you know that was rough. That he was fighting back and he was you know doing well and he cut Luque, but Luque's easy to hit. He was just getting his eye just battered into yeah. his skull. Uh, Jeff Neal beat the shit out of him. Our uh, Al Hassan back back when he was in the UFC before. Um, knocked him out. Luke fucked him up before. So, like, he's taken some shots. The Tim Means fight, he was out on his feet. Um, interesting to see what, you know, to see what he does next. I just, I, I don't know. He doesn't really look, you know, the same. Uh, the, he's not the same hybrid uh, guy he was before, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, you know, he's got in that category now of guy that I just... You know, not that I was ever like you know banging the door down to watch him fight, but I'm just not really, you know, he's a uh, a gatekeeper of that sort of middle section of the welterweight uh, division. If he fights like a young up and coming guy, I feel like it's a it's a almost a horrific matchup for him. If there's a guy that's you know quicker, he's got that. I mean, some of these guys coming up are absolute murderers, man. So I I like that they yeah. match these guys up for the most part against each other. Last couple fights, I mean, uh, Michelle Pereira was a was a you know, I mean, he survived that fight. You know, the Cowboy fight was whatever. You know, it's like James Vick. I mean, he got knocked out by Jeff Neal in 2019. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like you said, you know, I I just don't don't really care to see, you know, not that I don't care. He's a it's it's a fun fight every time he's in there, but in in regards to rankings and championship level, it's not it's not there. Uh, Christoph Jocko and Misha Serkinov. Split decision. This was a pretty good fight. Serkinov coming down to 85 was absolutely fucking shredded. Uh, you know, but jo- Jocko's just better than him. Too long. Yeah, yeah he's, he's on the Polish supplements as well. Um, <laughs> Jocko's decent, man. He's, he's decent at 185. I just I don't think Serkinov's... I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's really... Uh, he's just really good at anything. I mean, you know, he's yeah. also not young. What? Yeah, what is his... What's his thing? His thing? Yeah, what... what Losing. That's what I'm saying, but like, what is like, what is he gonna do to overpower a guy? I mean, other than just he's, brutal he's, power, right? Yeah, I mean, a little that bit of wrestling necktie he put on Jimmy Crew was disgusting, but you know, his ground game is definitely. Yeah, he tapped out Krylov and Kudalov. Like he's done some things on the ground, but like standing up, he's just weak and slow and plodding. Doesn't really have much in his arsenal. Wants to throw, but then doesn't. Yeah, um, his takedowns aren't great. He's just. If if you get on the ground with him, you really got to watch out. Like Jimmy Crew, you know, ask him. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Maybe they give him a lower level. I think Jocko is kind of like a difficult welcome to one eighty five. To be honest, you know, cutting oh one hundred percent. Like that's, that's yeah, a that tough guy's been in there. Up, bro. Yeah, that guy's been in there with a lot of people, and he's been there. You know, he went three three uh, three rounds of Strickland. So like. He went a couple rounds with Uriah Hall. He he's just been tough, in there with a lot of guys, good so. guys. Yeah, like he he's Since another guy. Off, from, 
285 coming or 205 coming down to 185. That's 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 a tough welcome to the division. I think he looks way better at 85 than he did at 205. So I hope he stays there. Gives it maybe a couple yeah. more tries at it if it's not too like brutal on his body. But you know. Alas, we will see Jocko soon. I hope we do see Serkinov in, in the you know middle of the cards like Bellator, he likes to yeah. hang out. Yeah, Bellator. He he is in danger of uh, the the old cut watch pretty soon if he doesn't yeah, fucking he, put put a win up on the board. Yeah, he might have to be. Uh, Alexander the Great, pretty. I mean, pretty. This is very easy work for him. Mike Breeden, who missed weight one eighty five and a half, gets KO'd in a minute twenty. Uh, pretty, you know, I mean, what was he minus something, minus something crazy, minus 500, 600. If you had yeah, the TKO in there, huge. minus 120 or something like that, it was a uh, easy lock, lock of the century there. Not, not really, round, man. no contest here. Yeah. Uh, got him out of there like you should. I want to see Alex Hernandez and Tony Ferguson. I don't. Let's make that. I do. I don't. I don't know who I want to see Tony Ferguson fight. I, I hope it's not you know anybody who can hit like that. That's for sure. The court, the legal system, maybe. Court McGee at eighty five. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, uh, so this is a part that I don't want to talk about, but you know we got to do it. We got to do it. You know, Jared Jared Flash Gordon split decision against Joe Selecki, which I didn't really think it was a split decision, but what? Uh, I, I, I guess yeah, he won the first round. And then uh, right after that, he couldn't get any of he couldn't get any of that grappling going. He couldn't control him at all. He seemed seemingly gassed out, um, or you know at least was diminished in those second and third rounds. And it, it just you know the striking didn't look uh, you know it wasn't on par with Jared Gordon. He was getting cracked. Uh, you know I mean he had his back for the whole first round. He was not able to get the finish, and it just seemed like he he used a ton of energy controlling him in that first round. He could not do it again. He couldn't replicate it in the second or third round. Yeah. Jared Gordon just proved to be better. Wins a split decision that probably should have been unanimous. And Jared Gordon, like you said, man, you know, he, he's he just kind of good all around. Got just, you know, a, a very uh, tough, durable, lightweight, and a not an easy guy to get out of there or, you know, get a win against. No. And, hey, Selecki got four takedowns. Yeah. Oh yeah, so like, he he had you know, he, he had success. But yeah, I think he just gas tank just ran out, man. Gordon yeah. uh, Gordon wore, wore down on him. It, yeah, it depleted, and um, the longer that the, he's he has to stand and strike, it seems the um, I don't know if it's I know he's in good shape, but it seems like an anxiety thing where he's like, if I don't get this to the ground, I'm fucked, sort of thing. And he like just stands there, and he's like, I don't know, it just looks like sloppy. I, I I know some guy can tell me it's probably not, but it just doesn't look right compared to the other guys that we watch all night, you know? Like, they're just... Yeah, I think he definitely has to work on that. Yeah, it just seems like the... Uh, in the first couple rounds, it, or the first couple minutes, his striking's good if he has to keep, like, but it's like a total placeholder to get him to the ground. And if he's not able to dominate on the ground, then, you know, he's in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what we'll it seems like back, as though. the un, unbiased uh, opinion of a, of the MMA journalist. But you know, he's obviously a local guy. I don't want to, you know. I think I don't think he like sucks, but I just think you know, there's you got know, some work to do. Yeah, he's got he got work to do. One fifty five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, you're fight you're fighting killers every time you're in there. There's no easy. It, I feel like from I mean, honestly, any of the men's divisions for the most part. But the higher you get, you can you know, you run into a little bit of uh, easier matchups. Yeah. If I can say it nicely. And those uh, lighter weight classes, especially, like you said, 55, 45, 35, 
any of those, man. You you run up and straight run up to straight killers throughout the UFC. Your whole rise up. So, you know, they ain't giving. They ain't gonna do you no favors. Casey O'Neill, Antonita Shevchenko. I, I mean, well, I, what's going on with Antonita, man? Your girl is she's on a skid now, dude. Yeah, she's on a rough one. Uh, King Casey with the dominant dub. Uh, yeah, she Wild looked Pantera, dominant. Yeah, Wild Pantera is probably. Uh, Probably should be on a four-fight win losing streak, but Ariel Lipsky... Uh, she might be La Basura, yeah. dude. Had different plans for that. So, yeah, you know, she's obviously not blood sisters with Valentina. That's just a fact. Yeah, we'll you're, you're convinced out. of that. Well, well, yeah, I'm doing some work. I have a I have a report building up. I have a case going on. So, okay. Yeah, she, you know, she offers nothing on the ground, man. She's easy to pass, easy to punch. She's just kind of there. She's flops around she's long she's got long legs she's big but slow and just weak and you know not strong really casey o'neill's pretty legit man i hope to see you know how she uh keeps going at 125 it's pretty pretty good division she's also 36 too shevchenko so it's like what you know what yeah she i also don't know where who how she won a belt in kickboxing she was a kickboxing m1 global champion which is insane because she doesn't kickbox ever she's not good at it that's why this doesn't look like it's kind of like yeah like well what in the fuck is going on that's what my first thought was but you know how she got a belt man is beyond me hey man but if it seems like in boxing or any of those combats you can find a belt somewhere if you really want to if you really want to chase one there's someone out there to to you know give you one on it not give you one but you got to go out there and knock them out uh, there, there's matchups for you out there. Is my point. She'll and, uh, she'll win. They'll keep her around because of Al. Yeah, and she'll like beat an Ariane Lipsky. Run it back with Montefiore. Run it back. I I had money on her in that fight. Oh, I was man. so fucking. I never been that angry that night. Could not believe, believe she it. lost. I, yeah, that was just pathetic. I I've had some some crushing losses, but uh, you know, losing at the Roxy fighter, not fun. Kyle Rosa. Betch Cohea, an absolute barn burner. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it's pretty unanimous. Kyle Rosa took care of business. Betch Cohea lays the gloves down in the octagon after it. Calls it a career, a story career See for Betch Cohea. She, what is her final record? 11 and 6. Uh, and 1. Not, you know, I can't forget the majority draw to Marion Renal in Brazil. So, yeah. you know, you know, she definitely lost that fight. Uh, uh, you know, congratulations. Good, good luck with all that. Carol Rosa, good win for her, fifteen and three. Kind of got a good record. That's that's one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Not against really uh, Laura Procopio, Vanessa Mello, Jocelyn Edwards. Not exactly a you know murderer's row, but good for Carol Rosa. Uh, who missed weight? Did she? Um, trying to find it here. I know Br- uh-huh. Mr. Breeden missed weight. Yeah, um, uh, I forgot. Betch uh overweight. Oh, nice. That's how you ended your UFC career, you fucking bum. So there you go. Uh, Carol Carol Holsa has landed, uh, I think, a hundred significant strikes in four or five fights in a row, which is kind of surprising. But you know, she's 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 getting it done, man. She's she looks pretty good in there. She's getting better every fight. I think she's only twenty five, twenty six. Uh, you know, again, Jocelyn Edwards, not great. Vanessa Mello, even worse. Lara Procopio at the time uh, was undefeated. It was a decent win, even though she struggled. 
lost to Melissa Gatto back in the day, but Melissa Gatto's, you know, pretty legit. She lost to Larissa Pacheco back in the day. Another one who's somewhat legit. So, um, she, she beat Mariana Marais, the, the chick from Bellator. She beat Jessica Andrade back in the day. So, you know, Carol Rose is an interesting fighter. I, I think she has a, a high ceiling. She lands a lot of strikes a fight, man. She's just, she's really, really well rounded. You know, not exciting necessarily. You know, she didn't get any takedowns on Betch, but Betch is kind of hard to take down. So, uh, good win, Betch Gohea. You know, we hardly knew you. Yeah, uh, good luck in retirement. Uh, you know, shout out to Betch Gohea. Back, run it back with Rousey, maybe? Run it back with Rousey and maybe in the wrestling ring. Uh, Jamie Malarkey versus Devontae Smith. Fucking TKO, your boy. Heisman Trophy Devontae Smith. Uh, you know, Bust, it looks like, yeah, Bust. man, it looks like it's trending in the opposite direction for your boy. just kind of sad to because he like you say he looks so good in the first round he has all the skills and talent but you know it, it, it is the fight game you're going to get hit you're going to have to respond to adversity at some point it seems like these last couple times that he's been hit and hurt a little bit it's it's over as soon as it happens so you know but like you said i understand I mean, it's a totally different game when you're getting punched in the head you know and after you've been ko'd like that i'm sure your brain just says yo fuck this dude yeah, this is fucking probably, probably feel good yeah dude Douglas Silva de Andrade, a walking muscle brick, gets it done against Gaetano Perello uh, with a pretty nice, Douglas. I believe, a check left hook, if, if, I, if I remember correctly. Just absolutely KO'd him, got on top. Boom, 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 boom. Good night. Was it uh, Douglas de Silva, Silva de Silva de Andrade? Is that uh, his name? It's Douglas Silva de Andrade. There's like five Silvas. Um, yeah, he looked good. Gaetano Perello, you know, weak competition. El Tigre is his nickname. There you go. Um, KO yeah, though he got flat line. He got put down. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie Edgar. He, uh, oh, sorry, I, I'm I'm kind of. No, he's just oh, and so in the UFC, you know, cut watch. Yeah, absolute cut watch. Douglas Silva is a uh, you know he's not he's just a. He's uh, also been in there with some guys. Like, yeah, he like he's a way. Gone. He fought Rob Fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, this like poor guy. Larone Murphy too. There you go. Larone Murphy. Yeah, this this you know LT Gray. They threw him into the fire. There's no business being in there with him. I totally agree. That's why we kind of gave it away before the fight. Though. Like, I, I forget. It was like a – I think it might have been a TKO, or I don't remember what I took on that. But I, I remember him uh, being one of the picks. And this is another one. And this next one, Here's if you want that for a segue. Yes, sir. Stephanie Egger gets it done against Shannon Young. And, you know, we talked about how this was an anti Shannon Young uh, pick. And you yeah, were right, dude. That's pretty much what it comes down to. I mean, you know, 
Stephanie Yeager will not win a championship. She will not be ever ranked. But Shanna Young is very low level. You know, her name is nickname is the Shanimal. So for one, you know, I don't take her serious at all. Uh, she lost to Macy Chase on. She lost. To, she got finished by Sarah Alpar. That is low. Like if you're, like I really. This is, this is an easy tip. Like, if you see a girl that loses to another, or a fighter that loses to another fighter, it's more prominent in women's. Like, if you see a woman lose to a really, really bad woman, you know, like, okay, maybe she is also really bad. You know, like, yeah, that's that's kind of just how I went. I mean, she's beat nobody. She won an Invicta fight, uh, you know, a couple times, and that was it. And she's going against Stephanie Edgar, who isn't, you know, isn't some killer, but she's decent. I mean, she's all right. She went three rounds of Tracy Cortez, so. Yeah, like you said, though, it's just like you match up the skill levels, and and you like you try that. That's where a little bit of the gambling comes from. You try to view, all right, she beat this girl. You know, you do the math. It doesn't necessarily add up, but you're just looking. I, I that's yeah. what I look at the experience and skill levels of the people you fought, and just like, have you been in there with someone like this that's going to do this, this, and that to you? You know, you try to figure that out. It's tough though when these girls like like you know, but going into this fight, she's five and two. So, yeah. you know, you don't know what you're going to expect. You only have seven fights in there, but same could go for Shani Young. What is Shani Young's record? Seven and four, you know? So it's like yeah. you have no idea what you're going to get, but luckily it's like you said, you match it up a little bit and you go, all right, Shani Young's not built for this. Yeah, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. And Grounded and pounded. Alejandro Perez, Johnny Eduardo. I actually missed this one with a submission huh. in the second round. Uh, I was still that watching was a, the Notre Dame a, game. Oh, good yeah, game. rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a funny fight, man. I don't know, these two guys, Alejandro Perez is a weird, weird guy. Johnny Eduardo, uh, after the first round, he's very cooked, and you saw it here. Second round, he got he got finished. Uh, it's happened to him multiple times. Yeah, I think he's like forty something, man. He is, you know, he, he he's a legend in his own right. Back in Brazil, you know, he's fought for so long. I mean, since the nineties, he's been fighting. He fought. Um, I'm trying to think of Takanori Gomi, like in 1999, which is insane. Um, he's been there with a lot of dudes, and he's fought in fucking Shudo, back when Shudo was a thing. He's fought a bunch of Oliveras, uh, Sun Sal back in the day, back when UFC was on Fuel TV. I remember he knocked out um, Eddie Wineland. So, you know, this dude's been around for a minute. It's just been three years since he last fought. And, you know, before that, he was going like every year with a fight. And he's just an you know, old dude who. Got a, got a, hang a up. grizzled MMA veteran from the very beginning of this shit. I mean, the 90s, man. How are you still competing? 43 you know, years old, dude. Dude, his first pro fight was in 1996. Yeah. October 1st. That's in. So I was a month, a year and one month old. At BVF6. Campanero Basilio de Veritudo. I remember that. Yeah, that was a good event, dude. I was, um, I was a little more than a year old. When Johnny Eduardo yeah. made his debut and got submitted <laughs> via <laughs> rear naked choke in the first round. That's right, dude. Hey, he had a, he had a decent he had a great career, though. Joe back in the day. Is he know. retiring, though? Did he retire? I fucking hope so. I mean, I hope He'd so. He'd be Manny Gambarian. Yeah. You're getting choked yeah, like yeah. this all the time by everyone. I mean, it's kind of, you know, a little excessive. Two, two second round submissions in a row, and they were pretty rough. So, yeah, he's probably got to hang him up. Alejandro Perez is a fucking weird... I don't know what is wrong with Tur- <clears throat> Turbo Perez. Decent, he can hang around there. I mean, he can be in Song Yudong and Cody Stamen, but he can uh, he can beat some Johnny Eduardo's. All right, baby, and that was UFC uh, Fight Night. What is the numbers on these? 
think it was 37, I want to say. It was like, 38. UFC Vegas 38. 38. Uh, UFC Fight Night 193. And UFC on ESPN Plus 51. They have like 65 names for these things. So, yeah. Fight of the Night. There was no Fight of the Night. No bonus awarded. No. Performance of the Night goes to Casey O'Neill, Jamie Malarkey, Douglas Silva de Andrade, and Alejandro Perez. Uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, rightfully so, people I think got uh, got the money. Yeah. Um, not much to, not much else to talk about. MVP in Lima from this past weekend. I didn't, I was not able to catch it since this fight was at like three in the afternoon or something like that. You know, since it was over in England, were you able to watch yeah. anyone? I watched, yeah, I watched in uh, a little bit of it. Yeah. I, I didn't think Michael Page won. Okay, it was, uh, it wasn't great. It was, it was a decent. Another fight, three but... round fight that has no business being a three round fight. <laughs> So, uh, yesterday on Ariel Hawani show, um, Coker announced that every main event going forward starting January 1st, 2022 will be five rounds. There you go. Uh, I don't know what took you so long, but um, the co-main on this card was absolutely one of the worst fights ever. Uh, Leah McCord against Jessica Borga. I mean, the girl was 3-3 three and three coming in this fight. Um, just absolutely pitiful, man. Just really low level. And, and like, if that's what... You know, if that's the lead-in to the MVP and Douglas Lima rematch, I mean, come the fuck on, man. Like, yeah, you know, we, Bellator we continues to piss down their leg. You know, you have the number one and number two guys in welterweight. Two of the best fighters in your in, your, in the whole Bellator, whatever the hell. Yeah, and with name it, recognition and skill level. Both. You got Jessica Borg. You got a girl who's 3-3 three and three against a girl who's 5-1, and, and they just did nothing the whole fight. The fight before that ended in no contest. There was an unintentional eye poke. Um uh, you know, there was nobody. I, I did not know one person on this card other than the main event. So, you know, some guys won some fights and some guys didn't. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, I just – I would have watched it. I literally just forgot about it. I saw a tweet like 16 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. MVP and Lima are about to like make the walk or something. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I, I, didn't th- I didn't think the MVP won. No surprise. It was in London. Um <laughs> Hopefully, I, I guess they're going to make a third. I thought. They, I think I heard Scott Coker say they were they were thinking about it. Um, yeah, Bellator's a joke, man. I, just a joke. The next, the, they're going to Russia. Fedor's fighting Tim Johnson in like a sad, sad event. Nemkov's fighting some dude that he's probably just going to beat the shit out of. I mean, Nemkov's legit and all, but uh, all, Ryan Bader, Corey Anderson, also in that card. Benson Henderson, Brent Primus. Um, that's a good Henry card. Corrales. Yeah, honestly, it's a pretty good card. I mean, other Lance Gibson Jr. He's a pretty, pretty uh, top prospect. Lance Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, wait, you know what I say? Lance no, Gibson. Just I, I just have I was to like, wait his, a minute. <laughs> I have to throw his name in there. The PFL goat, just to get. His, oh like, my god. Get his name. Oh, also that uh, that Quilly Pipple card. We'll talk about that later. That that's actually a really good card. Looking at it. Um, when is that? But yeah. Uh, November 5th. Let's go, dude. The flag. I might have uh, open up with a fucking Irish fight song or something. but I'll come in week. with a Brazilian fight song. Oh, no. It's war, dude. It's war. Hashi Patricky Mitch. stinks, dude. Oh, uh, James Gallagher's fighting in the co-main? Oh, oh my, my goodness. God, dude, if I can have a double-decker of just rest and piss, put the sleep, knocked out cold, I would love that. Yeah, you Hashi hate Mitch. the Irish, baby. We're coming. I, I am Irish, and I hate it. <laughs> Right. Uh, no, but Patchy Mix is going to put him out. So I have wait. Patchy, no doubt in my mind. that's who they're fighting. Patchy Mix and James Gallagher. Gallagher. And Mix. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. No, Pat, Patchy might put my boy to sleep, dude. 
<laughs> uh, Weichel and Car- Pedro Carvalho, Daniel Weichel. That's happening. Daniel Weichel has like 7,000 career fights. Um, anybody else? Yeah, I mean, there's some guys that are 0-1 that are fighting, so that's cool. Um, that is going to happen in Dublin, in the three arena in Dublin. There you go. Um, uh, I might be that, making my appearance in uh, Dublin one of these days. Yeah, if Stay Connor will have that. me, I don't think he's been back to Ireland in fucking years. So, uh, but yeah, I, he's he's living at the strip club. Yeah, I'm at the fucking strip club with me wife. Where's me kids? Cyborgs, cyborgs fighting John Cavanaugh's sister, uh, or whatever the fuck. So that's that should be fun. I don't even. They're not related, are they? Uh, I actually don't know. Her name is Sinead Cavanaugh. From yeah. uh, she she is from uh, she trains at SBT. So I don't know if they're married. I don't know what it is, but God forbid if she has any. Affiliation with him, Cyborg's gonna beat the piss out of her. So, unfortunately, yeah. I, I, Hopefully, she pulls out. Run far, far away if you can, Sinead Cavanaugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Bell, like you said, though, Bellator has some good stuff uh, leading up. We, you know, we have yeah. some UFC to talk about this weekend. But first, we did want to talk about the big boxing match this weekend. I always feel weird saying match like boxing match sounds like so novice, but that's what it is. It's yeah. a boxing match. It is a fight, also though. So Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, three. Last time Tyson Fury put him put him you know put him on his ass a couple times and towel was thrown in, uh you know all the excuses and the costume and the gloves and everything it comes to rest here this weekend from the T-Mobile Arena. What do you think, dude? Well, hey, Wilder said he is wearing this crazy outfit again, but it's yep. silk apparently, so it's or some kind of different uh, fabric. Hopefully, it's not you know it doesn't weigh him down, you know. Um, I think he's going to get put out again. Uh, you know, Wilder is just has his number. He knows what he's going to do. He knows what he has to do. He just called him a pussy uh, the other day on the in a, in a presser. I think it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, Wilder can definitely hurt him and you know put him out. It could happen. I, I know, you know, the odds are very low, but he can still do it, man. That power is not is not gone. The speed's not gone. He's definitely a live dog for the first couple rounds. But once you know, after that, once he gets hit, you know, once Fury starts going to the body, he's going to frustrate him in there. He's going to troll him in there, and he's going to get him out of there. I think, you know, what was the last time? Fifth, sixth. So I, I think he'll definitely get him out of there early, dead, maybe mid rounds, fourth, fifth. Wow. Okay. So you you think it's pretty much it's you know well, there's not really much adjustments that you know Wilder can make. I just haven't liked anything he said or done. Yeah, uh, since even the first fight. So I, you know, I'm definitely fading Deontay Wilder here. I, uh, I'm, I'm out on him. He's, he's a, uh, he just doesn't. You know, maybe not as good as Tyson Fury, man. Not to uh, you know, give a little shout out to the old uh, hot take hot box, but you know, like we talk about on the uh, on the sports podcast with, with our boy Ben Simmons, man. If you're not gonna willing to t- take accountability. For the mistakes yeah. you made, you know, doing your sport or playing the game or doing whatever, then you're never going to get better. If you never understand the thing, the mistakes you made and what went wrong and how are we going to like be better next time, except you know blaming this guy, blaming that guy, it was everyone's fault but my own. You are never going to get better, and it's the same result probably should happen. I mean, he looks like yeah. he's in great shape. He looks jacked. He looks like he's you know been in the lab. But, you know, like like he he was in great shape last time though. That's what. You know, I don't think this is any different from the last time. Well, I, I, he's still going to try and just knock Fury out. Maybe he does. Let's see what he weighs in at. You think that's a big thing? Yeah, I mean, because I mean, they were really big, there was a big difference last time, right? Yeah, he was at like two ten 
two something. He was really he was really light. I know he's usually at two twenty five around there because he's he's very tall and very wiry. But Fury came after uh, him, man. Yeah, yeah Fury's just he's a stalker, man. He's just he's a big dude, man. He's really hard to to box and uh, fight. And he's just so hard. He's just a big hard puzzle um, to figure out. There's really almost nothing you can do in there. After a couple rounds, you get frustrated. Yeah, and you know I'm looking forward to the fight. I love the big boxing matches, like we always say. Like it's it's a big event. I love big events. I love the pageantry. I love everything about it, man. So I I am, I I guess looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm going to be like betting it hard because obviously boxing's hard to bet. If you like Wilder, obviously it's a fun night to bet a plus two thirty. I don't know how well it's going to go for you, but you know if you're just trying to have some fun on a Saturday night, then it's not a bad bet. That is a nine o'clock event. There's three fights beforehand, right? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good card, honestly. I saw two, <clears throat> uh, two like heavyweight undefeateds. I mean, eighteen and 0, yeah. 15 and 0 were fighting before it. The co-main FA Ajagba. He is an African gentleman. He is scary, very scary. He has some stupid power. He's fighting Frank Sanchez. I don't know much about Frank Sanchez, but FA Ajagba is one of the top uh, heavyweight prospects. Robert Hellenius is running about with Adam Konak. Adam Konaki. They fought. Uh, last year, Hellenius knocked Kanaki out. Wow, won yeah. The, won a belt, uh, which he doesn't have anymore. It was one of those fake belts. <clears throat> so they're running it back. They're both trying to redirect their path to get back uh, in, in the heavyweight picture because it is not hard. Um, before before that fight, Kanaki was 20-0 coming off of Areola win. So, you know, he he wins this. He'll be right back in the top 10, 15-ish, you know, wherever. There's also a top prospect, Edgar Berlanga, at super middleweight, uh, fighting Marcelo Esteban Cosaris in an eight-round fight. Ed- Edgar Berlanga from Puerto Rico, I believe, is another, well, probably one of the top guys at super middleweight too. He's he's really good. Shout out to Corey Daggs. He loves that fucking guy, man. That's his probably yeah, he's his a favorite beast. boxer right now. When's he fight? He's oh, fighting uh, this weekend. Uh, Berlanga. Yeah. Yeah, he's fighting uh, one of the first fights on the uh, on the Fury Wilder card. I don't know if it'll be like. You know, really early, so you know, unless you have a link and you're watching early, uh, I don't know, you might miss it. it might be on right ESPN or something like that, right? It, it probably, could be. It's probably it could. on ESPN Plus for free, and then they'll they'll try to. Get I you hope in so. A... Yeah, buy it. Well, it's on, yeah, I think it's Fox pay per view, so it's not even ESPN. No, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's unless... you can get it on Fox Sports, but it's ESPN pay per view as well. Uh, okay, okay. I think Excuse it's because but... the ones. One's Fox and one, or one, like one, you know, they have to come together to make these big fights like that. So it's kind of like a already agreed upon. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys get it, um, we get it too, and then we can share the money or something like that. I'm sure they have some fucking sick agreement. Francis Bartholomew is a decent contender at junior welterweight. He doesn't have an opponent. I think you uh, probably need an opponent to get in there. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. Julian J. Rock Williams, I believe, is fighting also in this card, unless it's a different Julian Williams. But I believe it is J. Rock. He is from Philadelphia. He hasn't fought since he lost to Jason Rosario in the fifth. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so pretty good card, man, honestly, for boxing cards, because you really don't see much, I mean, ever. So, yeah, excited I, for this. Excited I, for this. I, I'm excited for it as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. I guess we will... Uh... We will talk about it next week. We'll give a whole breakdown of it. This might be a fight that I even, you know, come out of retirement and buy because I, you know, I, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, they know. You know, money, I, ha- money. I haven't been. Uh, you know, well, I, not even retirement boxing wise though. I haven't. I haven't bought a big boxing fight probably since the last one. 
Now, I don't really care for it, but it, when yeah. when Tyson Fury fights, though, I, I always make a point. It's a it's a big event. So you know, I love my guys from over the pond. So I'll be rooting for him. Looking forward to earlier, it. Earlier, earlier that night, Ted Cheeseman. Yeah, you, you know Ted Cheese. You know the Cheese Man. Oh he yeah. Will, uh, yeah, he will be defending his belt. <laughs> he will be defending uh, a belt of his in, I believe, Liverpool. So the Cheese Man is a legend over there. He will be fighting as well. He's minus he one eighty-two. Yeah, so he's fighting Troy Williams. It's gonna be a close, contested matchup, I guess, uh, across the pond in Liverpool. In Liverpool, England, we're looking at Ted Cheeseman versus Troy Williamson. I don't know. Who All right. got? Uh, I got Ted. Give me Cheeseman. Uh, yeah, and then let's uh, let's keep it moving. Then uh, let's let's get after the UFC this this upcoming weekend. It is a absolutely star studded event. <laughs> what is the? Uh, what, uh, let me see. I, I don't have it on here. Dern Rodriguez. Here we go. Dern, and Mackenzie Dern, and Marina Rodriguez. Let's start at the top. Let's do it. What are the uh, what are the lines we have minus one seventy for Mackenzie Dern? Yeah. Marina Rodriguez minus one thirty eight. What do you think? I I, I know well, what I think. I what only, do you think? I only think I don't know what to do. Like whatever I bet the opposite's gonna happen. There's only two things that can happen, I think. I think Dern takes her down, submits her very easily, or Marina Rodriguez beats the shit out of her standing up. Uh, Marina inside the distance is plus three hundred, Dern is minus one twenty five. So they, they really think uh, Dern will take her down and just crawl through her guard and, and tap her out. I think she will. I think that's a, that's my prediction. Uh, Marina Rodriguez's ground game is just really bad. Uh, you know, Calvillo and Esparza were given. She beat the shit out of Carlos Esparza and lost that fight, even though she didn't, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, she Michelle lost Waterson that fight. took her down too, though, dude, late in that, later Calvillo, in that fight. Calvillo, but... Tisha Torres stole around. Uh, Rana Marco stole around her too. When she was beating the shit out of Rana Marcos, this has been happening for a long time, and it hasn't improved really. Um, Mackenzie Dern's stand-up is at least improving. She, you know, she has power. She is not slow. She just kind of plods forward. Uh, she doesn't really have much in her game. You know, she has some wild hooks. I don't think she should ever try to you know, she should not try to stand with Marina Rodriguez, but no, uh, I think she's going to try to get that arm and lock it up. She, you know, armbar Nina Nunes in a fucking beautiful way. Same with Rana Marcos. She took Hannah Cypher's knee. Um, she took uh, a chicken in Victor's arm off. Or uh, I think she Montana De La Rosa. She beat her back in the day. So her, she's she got some of the best jujitsu. Hey, really. Yeah, she's one of the best around, and uh, she's a legit Brazilian. So I, you know, but if she stays standing long enough, man, Marina Rodriguez has some sick power. Like she's quick. She hits hard. She can go for. However long, she's scary, man. So, Mackenzie better not fuck around in there. She better.
could see it happening. So Mackenzie Dern yeah, minus one seventy is a nice bet. Dern's takedown game isn't great. You know, her wrestling and takedown offense isn't great. But once she gets you there, you know, she can do some trips and whatnot. Once she gets you there, you're fucked. There's yeah. like nothing you can and do. I think she's gonna be the so, bigger woman, right? Yeah, I mean you know, people always give her a shit for being uh people would call her fat, which I think is a little, she's a little five disrespectful. Four, I, I or she's five, love McKen- five four. I love Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, she's shorter for sure. Love Mackenzie Dern. She makes weight all the time. And listen, she's she's got some uh she's got a large chest. All right, you know, I'm just saying that's it can't be easy to make weight with those things. She's a thick woman. Um and she also had a kid recently, still somewhat recently, like and she still makes 115. She makes it all the time. She walks around, you know, much more than that. Um, so it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see if they, if she does make weight. Um, either way, I think she's the stronger. You know, I, I know Marina's got a couple of inches of height and reach, I think, on her. But I think she's stronger. I think she's going to, like, clinch up with her, get in close, and then maybe, like, you know, wrestle her down from there, uh, take her to the middle of the octagon, and just take her arm or, or her neck. Yep, and I, I couldn't uh, couldn't agree more. There's a 63 to 65 reach advantage and a couple inches in uh, height. So the shoulder strike boys, we're going, we're going Mackenzie Dern. Yep, we're rolling with Mackenzie Dern. Let's let's keep it moving. First round sub. First round sub. That's I'm not going there, but I do think she eventually subs her and and gets gets what she wants, and she might fight for the title after that. I mean, Mackenzie Dern submissions minus 125. Yep. Uh, Bingo. Let's see if they have during first round two fifty. Wow. Uh, let's see first round submission two fifty. Like it's not even crazy odds, but I think it's I think it's happening. Yeah, that's why that's why the mods are like that though. They they, they agree with you. They know. They, they know. They think it could go that way. Randy Brown and Jared Gooding. Good boy. Randy Brown, big not a huge favorite, but you know considerable favorite here at around minus two thirty. I'm seeing. So yeah, two thirty, two fifty, two thirty five. So right around there. I, and I I concur. Randy Brown's the better fighter here. Yeah, Night Train taking this. Uh, is it on late night, late notice, right? I or were they were they scheduled to fight? I don't I don't remember honestly. I thought Rude Boy had a fight with um, somebody else. Rude Boy. Uh, no, I guess he didn't. All right, yes, I'm wrong. But yeah, Jared Gooden's decent. You know, uh, I'm still waiting for him to break out. Which you know, he's 26, 27. Beat Nicholas Stoltz, but that dude's not really UFC caliber. Lost to Joe Ban and Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I got I got Rude Boy. I think he's just got too much in his arsenal. Uh, he hits hard. He's quick. He's a little wild. He needs to kind of chill out, you know, especially when in scramble situations, he likes to just fly around. He kind of only has one speed. That's why Vicente Luque, you know, took advantage of him. <clears throat> so, same with Nico Price, even though that was kind of a fluke. So I, I got Rude Boy. I think he's going to win a decision, or maybe it finishes him. I, I, if I had to bet, I mean, I'm not like 100 percent confident in it, but yeah, I, I'm in. Give me, give me the, uh, give me the finish. He hasn't been finished in the UFC in this run, so you know, it'd be a first. But sure, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It. I don't. I, I honestly, if you're gonna, when you hear me thinking and talking to myself like this, don't bet it. <laughs> Because I'm trying to convince myself to do one way or the other, and it's uh, it's not a good not a good idea. I'm out. Uh, but I like you said though, I would bet if you really wanted something to bet, Randy Brown TKO was the move. Yep. All right. So what are we doing here? What are we doing next? We got Tim Elliott 
Oh, boy. Tim Elliott versus, how do you say this man's name? Matthias Nicolau? Matthias Nicolau. All right. Matthias. All right. That's close enough. Might be Matthias, though. That's, you know, it's all the same. Uh, what what do we what do we? I mean, uh, what what do we think? What do you think? I guess uh, I should say. I don't know. Uh, Nicolau's coming off a win against minus two ten. Manel no cap. You know who's not not really good when he's not wearing shoes in the in the, in the ring. <clears throat> so I don't know how to take that off of Nicolau, but he looked pretty good. He's um he was in the UFC before making his uh, second stint. He's he's still young. I think they, they got rid of him back in the day. I don't know why. I know he, he got head kicked into oblivion, but uh, you know, Tim Elliott's weird. He's, he's really weird. He's awkward and does a lot of weird stuff. He's a weird guy himself. He's on a two-fight win streak, but um, not great. Not great uh, opposition to Ernesto yeah. and Ryan Benoit. So we'll see. I, I, who's the favorite here? Nicolau's minus Nicolau 220. Minus 200. Yeah, 210, right. 220. Yeah. I'll go Nicolau, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really, it's not something I uh, write home about. It's not something I'd be confident in either. either. I agree, and that's what makes Tim Elliott always a live dog. When you take him, he doesn't fight with uh, a high level of IQ, but if you can get him (laughs) at a plus 160, 170, you know, if he stays around there, maybe if he even balloons up to a plus 200, you know, it's, it's worth a shot because he always threatens off of his back submissions and he never stops fighting until you actually put him out. So if you don't think... You know, Matthias can put him out. Then Tim Elliott's going to be alive for the whole 15 minutes. Might not be a bad bet if that's what you think. I'm staying away from that one personally, though. Sabina Mazo, this is one of my personal favorites, versus uh, Maria Agapovo. Yeah. Minus 176 for Sabina. What do you think? I'm going Sabina. The Colombian queen, huh? Yep. Um God, man. She just lost to Alexis Davis. I don't know how to feel about that. that yeah, it's not that good. leaves a really, really sour taste in my mouth. She probably should have lost to J.J. Aldridge. She lost to Marina Morose. She beat Justine Kish, but that chick's you know not good. But then you got Maria Agapova. You know she's this this Kazakhstan prospect. You know, and then she comes out here and she loses to uh, Shannon Dobson. She gets finished by Shannon Dobson. That's just that's just something you can't do, man. Shannon Dobson is three and four, like. You know, beat yep. up on Hannah Cyphers and of the world is fun and all, but the only time she's fought legit competition was Tracy Cortez in the Contender Series, and she lost. And then she fought Shane Dobson, who's not even legit competition. She was three and three, uh, and she got she got finished in the second, like early in the second. At least, at least Sabina Mazo, um, I want to say she hasn't been finished, but she still lost to Marina Marina Morose and Alexis Davis. Alexis Davis really recently too. Um, BJJ Aldrich is not an absolute Yeah, that's a good win. Uh, her first pro fight was against Alejandra Lara of Bellator, funny enough, and she won. No surprise. But, yeah, she beat Shannon Dobson. So I think, you know, MMA math doesn't always add up. It was a couple years ago. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Sabina Mazo here. I think she's just. I think she's just a little better, I think. You know, yeah, I, that's I think Agapova is kind of just a stump. She pulls stunts, man. She wears out really quickly and it doesn't seem like she's really uh her heart's in it or her head's in it. It seems like she has something going on there. So I'm going to go Sabina Mazo, the Colombian queen. Yeah. And you know, a little bit of a reach advantage for Sabina in two, two inches. But the big thing she, I see that she, you know, uses to her advantage in these fights is that those teep kicks and her long ass legs, man, she is yeah. definitely able to keep people at bay and at distance. But 
Seems like Agapovo is going to be similar uh, stature to her. You know, it's not going to be the same advantage she usually has fighting. But like you said, I'm going I'm going Sabina minus one seventy is nice. It's close enough to the uh, to the middle that we can feel confident enough to bet it. This one's not going to yep. be a confidence in anything uh, with that number. Phil Hall's Duran win. I, I mean, I think Phil Hall's wins, but I, yeah. I don't like laying that much uh, juice on it. And it looks like it's going to be. What do we have here? Minus 340, 350, 320. Yeah. Big favorite. Big favorite, uh, as he should be. As he should be. Duran win, you know, bit of a fraud. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Phil Hawes also has a little fraudy in on him, you know. So I would definitely take Halls. I think Halls might be able to, you know, put him out, really, if they stay standing. Uh, Duran win doesn't have a really great stand up. So I'll definitely go with Chris Halls. Uh, Chris Halls. Phil Halls. Yeah, and a couple bad losses. I mean, against good fighters and Darren Stewart and Gerald Mearshart, but, you know, it seems like the, it seems like his gas tank is very questionable at times. Yeah, and even the best. Antonio Arroyo fight, he, he, you know, I don't even know yeah, if he really won, won that fight. And but, Hall's coming off and wins against Kyle Dawkins and uh, Imavov. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, you know, it just... It's an easy no-brainer here, and the TKO is not a bad idea. It could happen. It could happen. It might happen, honestly. All right, that's it. There you go. What is the TKO number? Do you have it? Yeah. Uh, Hall's by TKO is plus 150 on on here is what I'm saying. There you go. Uh, Yeah, worth it. Definitely worth it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Put it on my list. Hall's TKO plus 150. Uh, What do we got next here? Chris Gutierrez and uh, Felipe, Col- uh, Felipe Colaris. Is that Colaris or Colaris? Colaris. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, don't get carried away. So, <laughs> Kyle, uh, Kyle was ten and two. Chris yeah. Gutierrez is about. Uh, he's got a couple draws. I think he's sixteen, three and two. Uh, man, Gutierrez is a scary dude. Scary dude. Like I think he's super underrated. Uh, the leg kicks. I had him inside the distance. I might. I think I might have him first round when he beat Vince Morales. Not to be fully confused with Felipe Colares. Um, second round leg kick knockout. I had him. I had him in that. He, he went. The, it was. A, he had a draw with Cody Durden. That was a good fight. Andre Yule's a tough guy. He, you know, beat him easily. Uh, Geraldo de Freitas was a tough out. Beat him easily. So. Man, I'm a big fan of Chris Gutierrez. I think he's just—he's got a sick jab. His leg kicks are absolutely lethal, man. He and he lets—he lets them bitches go. Kolaris come off win against Luke Sanders, but you know he lost to Freitas. He lost to Montel Jackson. He barely beat Domingo Polarte. So uh, I think Gutierrez just hasn't beat all around. I absolutely and 100% concur, and I think Gutierrez at minus 265, 270 is a nice. Number to throw into the uh, the old favorite parlay, to parlay bank, yeah, yep, and juice it down, get get some numbers. Well, I'll have another one for you in a little bit that you can throw one in on top of that. But let's keep it moving. Uh, I I I like to go back to Tapology here to get the official list of. I think there uh, Tapology. If you guys ever want to, you know, advertise on this podcast, you know, because we're hardcore oh, MMA MMA experts, you know. Hit us up. It's always we might as well do it for free. I might do it for free from now on. Just kidding. Yeah. We don't do anything for free. Uh, Alexander Romanov undefeated against Jared Vander. Ah, 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 ah. 
What do you think? Big favorite, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Romanov should probably walk through uh, Vander uh, uh But I would love to see our boy win. You know, we we could get him on the pod. Honestly, you know, he wins here, or even if he loses, you know, Romanov the man needs to come on. The- big boy, dude. Yeah, he's a big fella. Uh, that that last fight, man, just gives me a little pause. I feel like his gas tank's iffy. Uh, I know that was kind of Espino was was kind of uh, he was very gassed too. But you know, Romanov probably hits harder. Uh, ground game is not even really close. Sergey Spivak ground it and pound it, <laughs> Mister Vanderaa out. Yeah, so that's all I need to know. hear. Right, so. You know, this isn't Roke Martinez, all right, but it is Jander, Jared Vandera. Uh, uh, but I hope J, you know, I hope JV <laughs> wins. Uh, it would be great for our brand. But I got Romanoff uh, submission, and I'm in. I completely agree. Romanov, what is that uh, number though? On the it's hard to get these numbers on the spot because I don't minus never know what I minus six fifty inside the distance is minus two eighty five. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my goodness, dude. So they just know how this is going to go. Plus, Submission, uh, submissions plus, plus 145. Yeah, 130 I'm also seeing, so too. So there at you least go. They, they don't know what it's going to be, knockout or submission. So at least you could do something there. But Maybe you throw him in the, in the parlay bank, as you said. Uh, is this fight actually happening on here? I don't – I mean, this is – let me see. Let me make sure we're – yeah, we're Charles Boston Strong Rosa is fighting. Damon Jackson? Yeah, I believe that's the thing. Oh, what are we doing? Uh, we got fight. plus one sixty for Charles Rosa. Damon Jackson's the favorite. Yeah. Well, what's going on there, dude? Well, did, I think he Charles just Rosa take, just cooked. He's just going to take. Uh, well, Rosa did, you know, get taken down in thirty twenty seven by Minner and Bryce Mitchell. Uh, Kevin Aguilar almost did the same thing. Split so. decision with Justin James. Justin James fight was close. Yeah, Charles Rosa is. Uh, you know, he can. He'll give you like a round. Of good work, and then he'll give you a round and a half of bad work. So, hey, he took he took Yair to the distance, almost beat him. Uh, but he, you know, very weird fighter. Uh, Damon Jackson, I don't think is good. Uh, you know, we saw in his last fight against Ilya uh, Taporia, he got he, you know he got slept. But Ilya Taporia, you know, is, yeah, that's, is legit. that's legit. Yeah, yeah. Before that, he put Mirsad Bektich out with a guillotine. Like his ground game's pretty serious. I would not be surprised if he just walked through Rosa. His uh, his ground game's sick. So. Yeah, I got Damon Jackson's submission. Okay. I, I I feel confident in that then. Because, uh, yeah, like you said, though, but Charles Rosa, it's just like a you wouldn't think he would be an underdog to Damon Jackson. But right. as you labeled, it's Match-ups, definitely baby. necessary. It's, just my, it's a matchup thing, and his ground game might just be fucking too much for him. Damon Jackson just can uh, you know, I just can't trust him. So uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you people to put him in the, in the, the parlay bank, but... That that if you want to mess around with a little prop uh, during the action, a little submission, yeah, why not? That's not bad. I like that. And fight of the night. We're getting closer to the end here. This is it. This is the this is the big play. Lupita Godinez. So she's fighting who? Silvana Gomez Juarez. <laughs> Holy shit! La here, Malvada, dude. You don't know La ten, she is ten and two. She's 36. Her last two fights she, have been finishes. So, I don't know who she fights. She lost to Lipsky back in the day in KSW. She'd be a woman who was 4-6. She lost to Patella, too. She might have beaten Vanessa Mello back in the day, but Vanessa Mello's abroad. So, you know... Ariane Lipsky this, loss. This fight is not on Vovato. 
which I I completely get it. You know, Loopy Godinez was in there against Jessica Penny. Minus two forty five, dude. That's not enough. Two forty five for who? Loopy. Yeah. This other chick's old, like thirty six and uh, I don't know anybody she's beat. I mean, you know, hopefully she comes out there and looks like a, a killer. I don't know, but Loopy uh beat Vanessa Demopoulos back in the LFA, like you know, she's done much more than Silvana Gomez Juarez has done. Um but we'll see what La Malvada can do from uh, Argentina. I don't know if we have any Argentinian women in the UFC. So, see what she can do. Yeah, and uh, give me Loopy minus 245, throw her in the parlay. I mean, you know, this is a typical matchup of, like, uh, uh, I should say, like experience versus, like, the up-and-coming sort of, you know, promise or potential. Uh, you know, like you said, Loopy lost her last fight, but it was a split decision, and Jessica Penne had to like literally pull all the tricks of the trade out. And I would say that this je- this woman fighting uh, Loopy is no Jessica Penne, right? Yeah, I think we can agree on that. Not at all. So I think she Loopy gets the win. She probably finishes her. If I had to guess, because sure, you know, I just, I just have the I just just feeling it in my bones. What would we, you know, there's not much anything on here yet. So I guess you'll have to look maybe a double result or something like that. I don't know what yeah, you could get that draw, in a, in a minus 160, 50 range, or I don't know if it could even be higher. I, I'll take that. Here's yeah. another one that you can throw sure. in the parlay bank, dude. Charlie on here says on the <laughs> MMA thing Charlie Ontiveros versus Steve Garcia. Mean machine against the American bad boy. So, I mean,. What's going on here, though? This fight's at 155? Uh, yeah. That's what it says. Ontiveros' last fight was against Kevin Holland at 185. <laughs> so, are you sure it wasn't at 170? I don't... Yeah, maybe, right? No. Kyle, Kevin Holland's right. a 185-er. He wants to go that's to 170, weird. but he's never been able to do it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, the neck injury... But he slammed him or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean they, they can say the neck injury, whatever. You got fucking Batista bombed by him. I mean he would he would have beat him up though. I think. Yeah, but, the, the, no. he had no chance. <laughs> no, he had a chance. No, but he, sure. he lost an MVP back in the day, Jeff Neal. Like he's you know, he's been in there with some guys, but he's kind of just like a punching bag. Steve Garcia is at least uh, pretty decent. He's pretty young. He's still in his twenties. Uh, he lost a what do they call him, Violent Bob Ross. That's not a great loss. Uh, yeah, was, but I mean it's not you supposed know. to fight. Jordan earlier the year. Thank God he's getting on Tavares. Um But we'll see what he can do. I mean, he's fought some guys. Joe Warren, Alan Cruz back in the day. Ricky Turkios way back in the day in Bellator. Um, so we shall see. I, I mean, I'll throw him in there because Tavares is kind of a slug. But it's more of an anti Tavares yeah. bet than it is <clears throat> Steve Garcia. Maybe that's a little too much juice for you. I don't blame you for not throwing him in, but I'm throwing him in. So give me oh, Steve Garcia. Uh, I don't want to bet the Romanoff submission. I like that as well, but I'm not throwing it in the the golden parlay. Loopy. We like Damon Jackson. We like yeah, we like the Romanoff submission. We like Gutierrez. We like Phil Halls. Uh, I kind of like Sabina. I'm gonna, not going to touch this Elliot uh, Nikolau fight in the in the grand scheme of things. Randy Brown inside the distance, and Mackenzie Dern probably inside the distance, but we'll, you can just take her straight up. Yeah, I'll definitely do something like that. Maybe Dern uh, submission or just Dern inside the distance uh, straight up. 
Agreed on a lot there. I like that. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of favorites. Yeah, a lot of favorites, but, you know, p- potential to make some money. I, uh, what underdog do you think could uh, shock the world? What do you think shock has the most potential? Uh, Mar- probably Marina Rodriguez or Tim Elliott. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Agapova, you know, somehow stretch out a win, but uh, I'd probably go one of those two. No Duran win? Nah, nah, I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan. I mean, I guess, hey, Halls, Halls can get hit. He gets hurt every fight. Yeah, so I mean, I guess. Know. So what... Um, what else is left? What uh? What, what do you want to? Should we do our our pound for pound uh, list, or is there anything else that we you want to get all, get off your chest? Yeah, I don't think there's anything. You, you want to uh, do news first? We can do news. Yeah, we can end it with our pound for pound list. Yeah, so let's let's pull up the old uh, you know. From one, you want to talk about one FC? UFC UFC news alerts. You know. Some one championship. I know you love one championship. I have no respect for that organization. So you, you, you can you can always talk about it if you want. How about Aspen Lad Norma Dumont next weekend? I mean, we talked about it a little pod. bit, but big for the pod. I mean, yeah, um, this is uh, she wins. We got to get her on. Yeah, dude, she she does speak Portuguese, so that that will be a barrier in that. But that's fine. We'll Norma Dumont's plus one sixty one one sixteen next week. Damn, against Aspen. Yeah. I don't know how to, you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen Aspen Lad fight, Lad, Lad fight in a while, and this is at 145, where you know, hopefully she won't miss weight. So I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna go with my girl Norma, obviously. I mean, it's crazy how we t- kind of talked about this. I mean, is Dana White and Sean Shelby and the boys listen to the podcast? <laughs> we kind of made <laughs> this fight, like, be. but it, it kind of laid in their lap though, with home being out, and they could just throw it right in there. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. She pulled out, uh, pull out clean. Her and John Jones, uh, you know, doing their thing over there, but yeah, I, I got I got Norma, man. I'm not I'm not fading away from Norma. Um, see, Dylan Dennis got arrested. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, yet. he got rear naked choked, choked by out. a fucking bodyguard or, or security First guard at a loss, bar. Dude. Yeah, man, it's a tough loss. It's you know unsanctioned, so it doesn't go against his record. But you know, right, the streets right. will recognize him as a you know he took an L. And, yeah. and is that guy ever going to fight again? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean. You know, you would hope he would just because his jiu-jitsu is so good and you want to keep him around. And Bellator probably thinks they have a future champ, but God. Sean Seriano got another fight against a uh, Shalon. Yeah, I'm not even going to say that dude's name. But oh, man. Good luck with that. Uh, Louis, Louis Smolka and Vince Morales, who we talked about a little bit, who got leg kicked to death. They're fighting oh, December yeah. 4th. Not Kind of uh, not really much there. Gone and uh, Gone and Ganu fight is official for two seventy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cat, what's it called? Poirier uh, and Oliveira is official. So two seventy is looking like Francis and Gone, Izzy and Whitaker, Cannonier, Brunson, Alexis Olenek, Greg Hardy. That's a good card, man. Yeah, it's far out too. It's yeah, like, hope, hopefully it sticks together. But uh, I'm with you on that. You know what else is a good card, dude? These sixty-seven, sixty-eight, and sixty-nine are all great cards, dude. Oliveira, yeah. Poirier. I'm very much looking forward to that. On 269, uh, 268, also pretty much three championship fights. Uh, two of them, and then you got Gaethje Chandler. Uh, Luke Rockhold's back. 267's free. That's two uh, championship fights, and then just an absolutely loaded card all in all. I mean, that, that one, two, three, four, five, six. 15 fights for 267, and it's free. Uh, we'll see if anybody drops out, but goddamn, man, all these pay-per-views coming up look really good. Yeah. They absolutely do, and... Tanner Boser has a fight against Sergey Pavlovich. Oh, okay. 
Justin Chains, and Sayud Cub, Kakrakmanov or something like that. Whatever the fuck's going oh, on man. there. Uh, Kay Hansen and a woman with a long name, Jasmine. Big Kay Hansen fan. Yeah, Juice Vicious or something. Jerv- Joe Jervicious. Sean yeah. O'Malley's got a fight. That that was a big one. Holly and Piva, baby. I think that's it's a, a big good fight, fight dude. Piva's legit. Yeah, and uh, you know it, he is legit. Uh, you know he got cracked by Kyler Phillips and was able to you know come back. Phillips He's gassed a dead out man hard, walking. but yeah, you know uh, it's. He's coming up from 25. He's, you know, it looks like he's liking 35 a little bit. I think it's a good matchup for both guys. You know, They're both going to strike. I think O'Malley should take care of business here, but it's not going to be an easy night in, uh, you know, easy night out at the ballpark, uh, as they like to say. What, what is the night of this, December 11th? Um, yeah. It's going to be at UFC yeah. 269, December 11th, same night as Poirier and all that. So, and looking Lisa forward Barr to it. wants Roxy. She wants Roxy on that card. She wants the rematch. Oh God! Uh, yeah. yeah, good luck, Roxy. Better not take that run from that, because uh, I think Macy Barr would fuck her up. Dude. You know what though? Yeah. Maybe people would probably the the books would probably take Roxy on that. They probably have her like like mine or plus like one forty or something, dude. I don't think there's a bigger number that I would take uh, Macy Barr at for that fight. All like, in, all in. Uh, did you see Triller? Has- That's so weird. Continue with your Norma Dumont. Uh, oh, sorry, a Triller. Uh, uh, you know, conversation because Norma Dumont called in the middle. She said she will be on next week. So, all right, she's ahead. coming. Yeah, uh, yeah. Triller's done with boxing, I believe. Uh, wow. They just got they're getting they're getting sued. They're gonna have to give. I think they're gonna have to give a million dollars to Teofimo Lopez, nine hundred k to George Cambosa, something like that. Pretty great amount to not fight. Uh, we'll see what happens with their fight, but it's not gonna happen with Triller. Thank God, because they're legit. Triller is not. Yeah, I don't know why they they ever agreed to even fucking fight under that banner. It's such a joke. But money money oh, talks, I guess. When they when they come to you with a fucking crazy number, you're like, yeah, we'll do it under there. And then they're like, wait, we we actually money don't talks. have any money. Bullshit walks. Yeah, that's what a guy said in a men's league basketball game a couple weeks ago, and I was watching it. It was very vaguely threatening. And then he <laughs> said he would see him outside. So I said, okay, that's <laughs> he definitely can't do that. Yeah, uh, happened, yeah you know and. That's a, I was going to wrap up the news. I did. Ha- oh, uh, Hooker and uh, Makachev. It's going to, you know, since Rafael Desanos had to pull out. 267, Again. October 30th. What do you Be think? There. I mean, Makachev's going to take care of business, but. Yeah, I got, I got Makachev. Makachev, pretty easily, I would say. Maybe, you know, he probably, he probably does finish him, but. Be intriguing. Be biggest uh, step up in skill, I would say, for uh, Makachev. Not crazy. I mean,. Moises was pretty good, but uh, Hooker's been in there with some of the best. Hooker's so. tough, man. Yeah. It's tough out. Cub Swanson, Darren Elkins. That's another fucking... Oh, okay. Old man fight. Oh, here's one I, I favored it on here. Adolfo Vieira and Wellington Terman. I think... And then we probably... <laughs> yeah, we talked about all the other ones last week, but... Adolfo Vieira, the black belt hunter against Wellington Terman. Give, give me the black belt hunter. This is an anti-Wellington Terman bet. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. All right, and let's go. Let's do our pound-for-pound uh, pound list. This is the Hot Take Hot Box Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast pound-for-pound pound list, the most glorious and well-kept and highly regarded pound-for-pound pound list in all of MMA and mixed martial arts and the combat sports world. Top 15. You got it here. You want to start it off? Uh, yeah, here, I'll go, we'll go, you know, like we do 15. You want to go down from 15? Yeah, yeah. 15, 15, to, to uh, 15 through 11, 11 right here. 
We got uh, I got Charles Dubronx Oliveira cracking the top fifteen. I just think you know uh, uh, the more time that's going on that win against Chandler and just everything. I feel like you know with different guys being shaken out of the top ten or top fifteen. You know Connor, you know T's and P's, but you know Con- Connor, you know big big announcement. Connor will not be in my pound for pound list. You know with guys with one leg, they they get bumped down. Stepe, who's you know, sinking in my list. He was nine the last time we made one in June. But you know, you got to fight, dude. Yeah, yeah. be in my pound for pound list. You got to be active and you got to be fighting. It's where John Jones and you know some guys are are falling out of my list. They you know they just you know you got you got to be active. I might as well keep yeah. Habib in the fucking list then, even if he's retired. <laughs> but he's still the pound for pound. You know, one of the best. But you know, we got we we have fucking uh, standards and morals here. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Max Holloway here at number thirteen. He'll be fighting soon okay. against Yair. We'll get a chance to bump that up. Robert Whitaker at twelve. Uh, you know he'll be fighting again soon, and Peter Yan at eleven, who also will be fighting soon. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> ours are ours are a lot different. So at fifteen, I have T.J. Dillashaw um, making his return to the rankings. P.E.D. Ashaw. Is back. Killashaw, Dillashaw, Dalla Dalla, Billashaw. <clears throat> 14, I got Bobby Nux. I think he, he deserves a spot up there. We'll see how he does against Izzy in the rematch. I don't think he wins, but, you know, some people will talk him, talk him into existence. 13, I got Stipe. Legend, but, you know, kind of, uh, kind of at the end of his, the end of his run here. 12, I got Justin Gaethje. Uh, I kind of want to put him higher, but it seems like he hasn't fought in so long. You know, the Ferguson wins didn't really age too well. We'll see what he does, man. If he if he puts Chandler out, he's definitely moving up for sure. And Chandler might, you know, Chandler might put him out though. So we'll see. Uh, Eleven, I got Brandon Moreno, the champion. Uh, I think he deserves a spot in the top ten, but maybe I'm maybe I'm a uh, a little harsh. But we'll see what he does in the trilogy. I think he should probably be Figgy. Figgy can't really make make that weight anymore. Uh, that should be Moreno's division for the foreseeable future. Who is your fourteen again? Uh, Bobby Robert Whitaker. Okay. All right. I like that. So we'll go back. All right, starting at number ten again, Jan Blahovich. All right, I think mm-hmm. that that's you know just that Polish power would translate. Like I said, we like to do like if these guys were to fight in similar you know weights and whatnot. I got that the Polish power translates to everywhere. He's kind of just tough everywhere. Uh, now nine, I got Moreno. I think everything you yeah. said. He's just you know just as good. I think he's going to beat Figgy again, and then. This is I, I'm making my own rules here in the hot take hot box uh, shoulder strikes MMA podcast pound for pound list. We got a tie here. I got a tie Ooh. at number seven. John Jones, Dustin Poirier. <laughs> Interesting. Sitting at number seven, John Jones obviously falling down the list because he has not fought in forever. And you know, you know, well, I shouldn't say that. He has fought pretty recently. But it's not a sanctioned battle, and I, that does not count towards my list because he is a yeah. fucking scumbag, and he can rot in hell. Shout out to John Jones being at number seven, Dustin Poirier, number seven, tied with him. Uh, number six, Volkanovski. I think, you know, after yeah. last week, uh, if you look at the one before he was seven, only moved him up one, but that's not, not, nothing against him. It's just that's that's what it is up here. I, I, just goes to show you, you know, I always respected Volk. You know, we, we we always respect the Volk here on the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. He he is one of the best, and maybe he doesn't get the recognition, but 
That doesn't change what we think. All right. Uh, so ten. I got Cyril gone. I think he's one of the. Oh my god! I forgot, bro. I forgot to put gone in here, dude. All right, hold on. Come on, man. Hold on. Make it an amendment. Make it an amendment. Uh, Take out John. Just put in gone. Gone for John. Nah, you know what? I think I'm gonna move up. Or you know what? I'm gonna take Stepe out. There you go. Take Stepe out. Move everyone down one and put gone ahead of Moreno. So. All right. We have a late late, late submission yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to adjust that, but. You know, there you go. Um, I guess you're going at 10. I think he's one of the better, uh, best athletes we've seen a heavyweight ever. Uh, we'll see what he can do against Francis. I mean, if anybody can beat Francis, I think it's him. But ultimately, I, I'm, not, I'm not picking against Francis ever. For nine, I have Charles Dubronx Oliveira. He's just been on a crazy run the last uh, three, four years. Last time he lost was to the Irish Dragon. Was it the Red Dragon? Paul Felder. Yeah, I, uh, I always forget the Irish. I, always, I don't know why I want to say the Red Dragon. Maybe it's his hair. But uh, I got him in nine, eight. I got Jan Blakovich. Uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll actually see him in there relatively soon against Glover Teixeira. I'm actually interested to see how he looks. You know, if Glover gets him down, interesting if he gets him in like a submission or whatnot. His ground game is pretty legit. Um, seven, I have Max Holloway. I think he deserves a spot up there. I think he should get that trilogy fight with Volkanovski, even though he lost the first two. Uh, he's definitely up there for sure until he starts to wear down. Six, I have Piotr Jan. I want to put him higher, but you know, sadly he hasn't destroyed any uh, anybody at 135 yet. Aljo's ducking him with that neck. No, he's not ducking him, but his neck's fucked up. And um, you know, the fight against Sanhagen's going to be really, really good, so I'm excited for that. There you go, and let's round it out here. Top five. I got Valentina Shevchenko at number five. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I always like to include the women in mine. You you have a different pound for pound list for the women, which, you know, yeah, to each his own. Amanda Nunes number four. I just think those two are the very best in for the women's, and they they honestly rank up with you know some of those men, and especially their their accomplishments and what they do to the competition. Number three, Francis Ngannou, uh, and I have all three night of the uh, African brothers up here. Uh, Izzy Adesanya at number two, and Kamaru Usman obviously still staying number one. Yeah. You know, get a ch- another fur- another chance to further solidify that. Uh, you know, in oh, November. So yeah, exactly. Oh, so I mean, those those three are the the pillars of the UFC. If you think about it, I mean, it's crazy how much like we always talk about here how awesome a uh, UFC Africa would be, and just the, so. My top three is also Usman, Adesanya, and Ganu. How crazy is it that it's it's arguable, but I feel like it's probably should be the overarching opinion of people is that the three top fighters in the UFC are all from Africa. Yeah, I think that's insane. Uh, com- you know, look how far we've come. Yeah, man. Um, so it's truly international know, sport, dude. It's nuts, and like I don't see any of them losing anytime soon. The only one really is uh, you know Francis against maybe Cyril Ghana. It, it took a rare, rare man. To arrive at heavyweight for anybody to, to put any doubt in that in Francis' mind, um, I don't even think he'll lose that honestly. And you know, Izzy and Usman probably aren't losing at one eighty five or one seventy. They're just dominating, you know, the, heavy, the the bigger weight classes, the just the UFC in general. They're not losing fights. Um, so, yeah, that's my top three. Uh, I have Dustin at five and Volk at four. I think that's a pretty good top five. And Dustin could slide back for Jan. Um, or Max, if he you know were to be Volk, they could switch. But 
uh, Nunes and Valentina definitely are in that top five also. <clears throat> yeah. Just, I, I just have them separated. Um, but yeah, you know, we're in agreement in the top three. We're in agreement in most of the top 10. Um, it just gets a little dicey after that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of how it is in, in, uh, you know, the real UFC anyway, the, the top couple guys you can, everyone can usually agree on. But then after that, it kind of gets a little, you know, shady. So there's our list, ladies and gentlemen. You take it how you want it. I'll, uh, you know, I'm gonna try and put up, put these uh, lists up, put our picks up on the on the old Twitter and see what the people think about them. Uh, maybe, maybe generate a couple more listeners over here. Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening. Uh, any parting words for the uh, for the loyal audience that we have here? Chris Taylor hits it deep in the left. How about that? That was a that was an awesome uh, moment. Great game. I was shit myself. Your boy Bellinger but... worked the walk. It definitely could yeah, have gone so... the other way. They, they the Dodgers are legit. Yeah, it's gonna be a great uh, NLDS against the Astros. Uh, we have some great baseball tonight, man. Tampa Bay Rays, the St. Pete Rays, dude. Baseball is back in St. Petersburg. Yes, it is back. You heard it here first, or maybe not first, but you heard it here. They will be winning the American League. Wow, there you go. Look at that. We will have it. We will have a rematch. Game one tonight, eight oh seven. Come down the galley. I will be there. Eduardo Rodriguez, Shane McClanahan, getting his uh, rookie. I think he's a rookie. Um, getting the first playoff start. It's, it's a bit of a gamble. But Astros also, I think they're on in an hour. Astros, uh, White Sox. Yeah, yeah. Astros, White Sox at four. And the Red Sox game uh, against the Rays is at eight o'clock. Yeah, no, I yeah, think man. I think there's four games on Friday. Yeah. Right? So it's going to be an awesome weekend of sports. Uh, you got college Turn football, up, football everywhere. You know, pro football. You got fighting you know which we we're here to talk about we got baseball hockey starting next week it's a great yep. time to be alive dude wow i honestly didn't even realize how much is going on we got fury wilder we got Darren rodriguez playoff baseball all weekend a very a really good slate of college football finally and uh nfl a pretty good slate too so yeah um you think the birds are gonna get it done uh, i think they have a bigger chance this weekend than they have in, in the past that's for sure. Well, yeah. Uh, Panthers, though. Better matchup. Tough. They're a good team, but if, if McCaffrey's going to play, I mean, the guy's projected 28 fantasy points on some of the, some of the <laughs> things. So, Yeah. Put him against Eric Wilson in coverage. He might have uh, 15 catches. Yeah. We're, 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 I think we're in trouble, but I hope it's always just about, you know, parts of the, of the team. Maybe they look better. Maybe the offense looks good. Maybe this, maybe that, you know, so. Yeah. Go one, Birds. One can only hope. Go Birds. Go Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Go to all of our picks. Go to everything, you know, go to all of your hopes and dreams, everyone. All right, there you go. There's your fucking war, words of wisdom today. War Dern. War Dern, baby, and War Roxy. Let's go, Roxanne. <laughs> Even though she has to fight this weekend, we're still rooting for you. We're rooting against you. <laughs>